The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that is the brilliant Rachel Lavelle. Let me unlock your full potential. Absolutely love that. And that's from one of the albums released this week and surely one of the albums that'll be up for uh, the Choice Music Prize, potentially at the end of the year. Yes, we're in that kind of, uh, uh, you know, exalted company. But uh, speaking of exalted company, uh, uh, coming to Dublin on uh, Sunday, December the 3rd is a band called The Members. And in the middle of punk, they were formed in 1977. And uh, it's just amazing reading this, their story, you know, uh, connected to the dams and the Sex Pistols and playing the Roxy Club and being on Stiff Records. The band released a song called The Sound of the Suburbs, which is basically just one of the punk anthems uh, released in 1979. And then their debut album, At the Chelsea Nightclub, is seen as one of the top 20 punk albums. So it's absolutely amazing. But the thing is that they're still touring, which is incredible. And we have an opportunity to go and see them. One of the original punk bands that got on top of the pops and freaked everybody out, you know, in the late 70s. Uh, And we have uh, Mr. J.C. Carroll on the line, the singer with the members and described as the T.S. Eliot of punk, which is a pretty cool uh, title. How are you doing, J.C.? Well, that's very nice. Uh, the T.S. Eliot of punk, that's wonderful. High praise indeed. <laughs> yeah. So you're going out to a gig tonight. You're playing tonight in Bracknell. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Yeah, pretty horrible night. So uh, do you have any kind of uh, gig day sort of um, uh, routines and things like that to get you ready? Uh, well, as I said earlier on, I like to rest up as much as possible. Um, normally what we do is we get in a vehicle and drive for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And then, then I stare out the window and you see all the, the, um, the, everything, you know, rushing past you because being a musician, most 90% of it's traveling. So that's my routine, I guess, is traveling. Yeah. And um, uh, rituals include getting the merch together, uh, packing CDs and records and, um, we don't really write set lists. We sort of make it up as we go along when we get to the, the gig. Oh, that's very pure. I love, I love it. So pure. So you've, you've been uh, touring for over 40 years. I don't really bring it back to age at any point. For, so forgive me if I do, but um, you've been touring for over 40 years. What about it is, you know, apart from the travelling, still excites you? Um, well, what happens is that is your song, if you have a song like Sound of Suburbs, it means a lot to certain people. And what you are the soundtrack to their uh, youth, and you have the ability to make those people travel back to when they're seventeen for four minutes, and it's a sort of gift, a special gift. So you can make a, a sixty-year-old man feel like he's seventeen for four minutes, and so you've got to do that as much as possible because it's a combination of time travel and um, you know making somebody feel really good, and that's what what we're there for. We're we're there to spread the love and um, make people feel younger and bring them back to the time when they had no cares. Yeah, it's such a gift to have a song like The Sound of the Suburbs that kind of connects with people in that way. Like, it's amazing. And and so you must have seen loads of bands in the last 40 years that have kind of taken inspiration from what you do and what bands around you kind of have done. When you go out and see, like, young musicians doing what you have been doing, like, how does that make you feel? How do you connect with that? Well, it makes me feel really wonderful. Um, but the subject matter has changed a little bit. I mean, uh, during the New World Punk period, the subject matter was quite eclectic and we sang a lot about alienation and things like that, which not those subjects aren't as popular. And the kind of love songs were almost verboten. There wasn't really any love songs. So 
we grew up in a time where we wrote this poetry, quite angry sometimes, but also quite obtuse poetry. So we saw that the idea, when I see a young bands telling their stories on stage, it's wonderful because you have an opportunity to tell the world what your life is like or how you're feeling about at any one time. You can sing love songs if you want, but you can also tell the story of how you're living. And that's a wonderful thing to be able to do from the stage. Yeah, and, and so you'll be touring, I guess, uh, your most recent album, as with everything else, Bedsit Land. And how has your songwriting changed in that period since those first songs in 1977, first album, 1979? Um, oh, well, they, they, they haven't changed that much. I mean, you know, when, when you've got a good formula, you've got to stick to it. But one of the things that we have and about our songs, we have quite a lot of chords in our songs. We're not three chords. And so... It, it really annoys the band because they come up with a song that's, you know, Sanders has got that 50s chords in it, you know, and um, yeah. the songwriting has, I guess, matured a little bit, but you always want to really revisit the golden subjects, you know, and subjects that, that sound, it sounds, you know, alienation and loneliness and things like that sound miserable subjects, but there's quite a lot of things you can write about those things. And it's also refreshing to write about things that aren't normally covered in pop songs. We had a song about tax avoidance, which was quite <laughs> big for us in the 70s, and just things that are different, you know, and um, a lot of the new wave punk bands had songs about things that not, people didn't normally write about, you know, and it's a good thing to have songs like that. Yeah, yeah, and as well, I mean, you expanded your sound away from, not the three chords, but that kind of angry, kind of passionate uh, speaking for the young people kind of feel of that kind of delivery to bringing in kind of brilliant song Working Girl, which has kind of got a reggae feel to it. And, and uh, uh, yeah. so there's a big kind of, uh, there is a lot more than people who just know, I suppose, uh, the sound of the suburbs to your sound, which will, which will be fantastic. So, um, on the night, on the December the 3rd, in the Workman's Club, what mm-hmm. what can people expect from the show? Well, they I'm quite a funny guy, and um, <laughs> in between the songs, I tell terrible lies about why we're there and what we're doing. And um, I, I really believe in communicating to the audience, and um, I don't know, it's about, it's about, it's a show. We, we tell the, song, the songs of our youth, but also we've got some quite interesting new songs uh, that we're developing. Um, we have we play a bit from the new. I know everybody could groans and it's from the latest albums, but we've been writing, you know, releasing records for a long time now. So it's about thirty five percent of the old songs, and then sixty five percent of stuff that I've written recently, and with the rest of the band. You can expect a mixture of surf music, um, reggae music. You can hear, um, yeah, it's surf, punk, and um, new wave all mixed it together. And of course, the hits. We had that. We have sort of mini hits for different people. We have Sound of the Suburbs, which is our pop hit. Solitary Confinement, which is our Stiff Records hit. Great hit as well. In the nose of Stiff, you know. And then Working Girl is our American and Australian hit. It was a huge hit press in America. So to anybody from America in your audience, they'll know that one. And then there'll be songs that you haven't heard, but we've got the opportunity to play to you and, um, you know, we've worked hard on them. We've written them out on exercise books and recorded them. And so, yeah, I've got the Bedsit Land is a big, was a big record for us. It was our last album and it got to number one in the Heritage Chart in the UK. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's kind of a mini hit for us in the old people's chart. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, look, it's such a brilliant opportunity to go and see one of the original punk acts that's still producing great music. Uh, JC, it's been a pleasure talking to you this evening. Kieran, thank you very much for phoning me from Ireland. And I look forward to um, seeing you. And um, I'd like to say to all your listeners out there, don't ever stop listening to Radio Nova because it's the best radio station in Ireland. Oh, that is absolutely perfect. You're giving me great stuff here. Thank you so much, JC. Enjoy the show tonight and we'll see you in December the 3rd in the Workman's Club. We're going to play something by the members right now. Thank you, JC. Take care. Thank you, Kieran. Bye Thank now. you so much. And this is The Sound of the Suburbs on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.